Hey guys, welcome back to Celebrate the Struggle. I am your host, Jennifer Hobbs, and I am here today joined with, with Jennifer Taz Vasquez. She is was in the Air Force for 25 years. Thank you for your service. And now her journey has led her. She is a life coach, an EFT master practitioner, which we're going to learn more about that if you're thinking, what is that? Fitness instructor, a writer. And like I said, um, she is a veteran, a fellow veteran. Welcome, Taz. Welcome. Thank you so very much, Jennifer. This is awesome. I truly appreciate the opportunity to not only, you know, talk about my story, but really highlight um, a couple, uh, several organizations out there, you know, um, to include Warrior Path, which I know we'll get into a little bit more wearing my Warrior Path shirt today. Uh, just to highlight that because it was such a profound support in my life along with some other ways for healing and just getting a chance to get the word out and continue to help others, which I know is a big mission for you as well. Yes. And how important it is to know that, you know, you don't have to struggle alone. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. And it's important that we do word of mouth, right? Because we can look at organizations on paper all day, but until you have someone that has gone through it and like for myself, you know, as, when I meet a veteran, I already have this connection. And so like, it's nice to be able to trust that and to hear your perspective of it. Um, I started to, I almost started talking about it before I pushed record and I was like, whoa, wait a minute, we got to save this for the call. So let me back it up a little bit and just kind of, and I, and I had the opportunity to see your website and read through some things. So I'm going to try not to be, you know, spoiler alerted and let you (laughs) do that. But, um, you know, I, I see that life has not always been full of rainbows. It's been super challenging. And so if you could share with the listeners and those watching this, tell us a little bit about your journey up to this point and how life's challenges and your perseverance has gotten you to where you are. So whatever you sure. want, to us, let's just hear about your journey. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, you know, my, my journey um, was basically one of almost a lifetime of it. Um, I unfortunately um, dealt with Uh, a lifetime of post-traumatic stress, of anxiety, depression, low self-esteem. And it it started, the post-traumatic stress for me actually started as a childhood incident and then got exacerbated as I didn't process or deal with loss of life um, that I had bear witness to as part of my job in the military. Um, Backing up that childhood trauma, I basically blocked it out um, and had... uh, disassociated, blocked it out for about 20 years and didn't really come back to it until my late 20s. Um, And on top of that uh, was military family. uh, And so moved over 23 times in my life. And if you can imagine on one hand, yay, new place. On another hand, oh crap, new place. You know, having to start all over again. And when you're already dealing kind of introverted as a kid, low self-esteem, dealing with unknown post-traumatic stress and anxiety, depression, it just kind of gets exacerbated every time you would move because you feel like, oh, am I going to fit in? You know, I have to start all over again. Everything's unknown and unfamiliar. And so it just kind of kept you in that constant anxiety state. Um, 
fast forward, you know, through military, through all of that to actually retirement um, and had some big things in my life taking place, such as, oh, a divorce after 20 some years or almost 20 years, um, dealing with a lot of health issues, dealing with a lot of stress because that chronic stress from the post-traumatic um, stress and anxiety, depression. I mean, I was borderline obese. I was um, dealing with uh, high blood pressure. I was dealing with um, a, a, a ulcer, all sorts of things that were happening in my body because I hadn't been dealing with things. Um, and then on top of that, um, welcome, welcome to late forties and you know, dare we say it, menopause. Um, and endometriosis, another issue, health issues, all because of things that I hadn't dealt with yet in my life. And on top of that, I had quit a job that was my first transition job post-military and thought it's going to be a piece of cake to find another job. What do I want to do? Uh, and it wasn't because guess what? It was three weeks just before COVID hit. So everything shut down. My spouse had, at the time had asked for a divorce and I'm sitting there kind of at my lowest rock bottom point, literally in my living room, uh, jobless, not thankfully not homeless, but jobless, stressed out as all could be, um, suicide ideation, still dealing with the depression, anxiety, and post-traumatic stress, and thinking, you know what, maybe it's time that, you know, if I'm not around, what does it matter? Because I don't matter. Uh, and I felt so lucky and blessed that I had at least put a little tether in the past uh, to my parents because they had um, experienced the impact of suicide by family members. And I had promised I would never do that. So luckily I remembered even in that darkest pit of despair and loneliness, um, I had remembered, okay, you know, nope, I'm not gonna do that. What can I do? And then it was, you know, kind of training and other things kicked back in and it, it was starting to read again, starting to learn self-development and growth. And what was fascinating is I came across as a statistic being researcher, intelligence nerd, you know, hey, I love reading. And in that statistic was, we have over 60,000 thoughts a day, 60,000. And of those about 90 to 95% are repetitive. And of those, about 80 to 85% are negative. So what the heck? Basically, you're living your life in fight, flight, freeze, not realizing it. And that inner critic, that little voice that's you know sitting there saying, you suck, you're horrible, you, you know, you don't, you're not worthy. And all of those negative limiting beliefs that we're buying into because we're not aware of it, that had been going on for so long in my life. And that was really kind of my turning point to say, okay. I need help. You know, I need to start doing something different. And that's then where I found support and help by reaching out. For me, I took a little bit more of a non-traditional um, healing journey in the sense that I had tried therapy before. And as prior resident in counseling and down that path as a master's in counseling, totally support um, the importance of therapy and believe that at many people have been so helped by it. For me, it just, it wasn't the right fit. I kept falling back in old patterns and habits. And so I came across emotional freedom techniques or EFT, also known as tapping, which is really tapping along acupuncture points 
And it was such a profound change for me to go from constantly being in fight, flight, or freeze, constantly feeling anxious, constantly feeling like I'm not good enough, and to have that all go away. And was it, you know, like one, one day? No, you know, it, it, it was a process, but to have all of that go away, to get to a point where I didn't flinch at loud noises. I didn't, I could, you know, here in Washington state, you know, when it's fireworks time on the 4th, you literally, it sounds like you're in the worst war zone you can imagine. I mean, there's just, it's everywhere. M80s and loud fireworks everywhere, 360 degrees around you. And, you know, before I'd be like this by the end of the night after, you know, four hours of fireworks constantly going off. Two years ago, nothing. I could stand outside and I wasn't flinching. My shoulders were hunching up. My nervous system was not, you know, kicking in to fight, flight or freeze mode. And it was just astounding. And a huge portion of that I attribute to EFT. Coming back to moving out here, uh, one of the organizations that I supported was uh, is an organization here um, supporting veterans and first responders. It's called the Permission to Start Dreaming Foundation. And I started um, as a volunteer for the organization. Uh, they have an annual race for a soldier. And the, the founder, um, Leslie Main, her son had committed suicide, unfortunately, years ago. And this was her way of her healing journey, post-traumatic growth, of giving back to the community and bringing awareness to the importance of uh, post-traumatic stress, of veteran suicide, uh, and finding ways, alternative ways to get help for others rather than the traditional method that was there. And the race and other, uh, there's a swing for a shoulder, swing for a soldier, race for a soldier, as well as um, shoot for a soldier, a skeet shooting contest, mm -hmm. and many other things. There's a, a monthly veterans group, et cetera. But it was such a, a, it's such an amazing organization. And over time, they actually partnered with the Boulder Crest Foundation. And the Boulder Crest Foundation is out in Virginia. Uh, and Gary Falk and uh, his team had basically um, looked at the fact that roughly 30% of the 3 million um, um, veterans that had gone, you know, had been either in combat and or supporting combat um, came back, about 30% came back with post-traumatic stress. And similarly on the first responder side, you know, there was easily um, the 30% and that something needed to be done. It was a lot more than just trying to treat um, physical wounds that people would see through organizations, but really trying to look at it more holistically. And that's where they developed what's called warrior path which is um, the PATH stands for Progressive and Alternative Training for Healing Heroes. And it's a, now it's a, it's a seven day or one week intensive in person led by peers. And then it's 90 day online support with your small group. So anywhere from five to eight in terms of your small group um, and you're meeting regularly with a peer. So the difference from traditional you know, talk therapy that many people fall through the cracks of um, and or mental health was that it's peer led and they introduce you to 31 scientifically proven wellness practices, ranging every, anything from yoga to a labyrinth to uh, the beginnings of equine therapy um, to art to journaling, um, uh, 
doing a little bit of genograms in terms of you know your past and your generational history and seeing how that gets passed down and so many other areas um, that it is such a profound such a profound um, program that I had the opportunity to go to it because I was still dealing with some issues that were still unresolved for my post-traumatic stress uh, and self-esteem and for me so I had um, I was also I would say for a lot of years kind of discounted my military experience and the trauma that I re-experienced in the military uh, and so I knew it was time to finally put that aside and work through it um, and Warrior Path gave me that you know and and I got to tell you literally a couple days in uh, and it's a very intense seven days because you jump right in um, and but it's so healing and to see literally the life and light come back in to my teammates eyes was just I still tear up at that right it was amazing absolutely I find it incredible that they introduce you to 31 different techniques like that is exactly what in my opinion is valuable from these in-person events you know like equipping people with the tools to take away and then how they do the continuous 90 days like that's fantastic you know I think back to like one of them that I have done you know you make a plan for going home, but um, it's going to be a lot more effective if you have peers that continue to support and check in with you and make you accountable. Yeah. And it takes a while for habit change and difference, right? You know, Absolutely. Like those skills into practice and then deciding in your life and then to go through ups and downs, right? Because that's part of our journey and growth is, mm-hmm. and in this case, they really focus on post-traumatic growth. So this idea of taking profound struggle that we've experienced through post-traumatic stress, depression, anxiety, addiction, and so on for people, and then to be able to turn it into growth, where it's that profound strength, that healing, and then being able to give back and share like what we do, because we believe so strongly in that life can be different. It doesn't have to be, you're not defined by, oh, I, it's not that you, I am post-traumatic stress. It's now it's, it's something I dealt with. Right. Um, to see that we're so much more than that. And something that I, I also love is the fact that the Warrior Path program, not only did it start at Boulder Crest, but then they partnered with the Gary Sinise Foundation, um, with the Avalon Network, and then now Boulder Crest has 20, 20 other partners or satellites, if you will, around the country. And the Permission to Start Dreaming Foundation here is one of them, uh, where they, they host the Warrior Paths. And then they also now are doing centers for um, traumatic, traumatic brain injury, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and just that PTG, the post-traumatic growth um, statistics or results. I mean, they've actually, they're, they're always, you know, researching and really trying to determine, is this working? Is this effective? And the results actually show like a 51% decrease in post-traumatic stress symptoms. Um, 41% decrease in anxiety, and then a 56% increase in post-traumatic growth. I mean, that's huge. Statistically, that's huge, huge. And to have that lasting impact and lasting effect for so many. And then, and even after the 90 days, we're still connected. You know, there, there's a Facebook group, there's an app, there's other ways, you know, for, for that ability to stay connected with other 
pathmates that we haven't met, but we know we've gone through similar journeys. And so to be connected that way and support each other that way long after the program, I think it's just a testament to show the impact of what it can do and what other programs can do. Yes. Yes. I was so excited, you know, when, when I reached out to you and you had sent um, me a glimpse of your story and your journey. And as I'm reading through it and you mentioned Warrior Path and Boulder Crest, um, is it Foundation, Boulder Crest? Yep. Boulder Crest Foundation. Yep. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this rings a bell because like a huge turning point for me in my journey through post-traumatic growth was two years ago when I decided to take all my challenges and, and put my energy into getting back to writing. And I wanted to write a book. And so through that, I wanted to research because I also very much like research and like to read. And so I knew I needed to start just inhaling as much as I could about post-traumatic stress and uh, things of that would help me along my way. And I came across uh, stri- uh, thriving, struggle well, thriving mm-hmm. in the aftermath of trauma. Um, and then I went on after reading that I went on and I, I started to do the, the, um, the workbook online portion that they offer, but I could tell that that is a lot better if you go do the in-person before you. So I still have my login and I made it part way through it. And I was like, I think I should go try the in-person one before I continue this, because it would just be a lot more valuable. Um, I also find it very interesting that coming, you know, you have experience in um, clinicals. What would you it was, for me, it was a master's in counseling, and I was uh, about 15 years ago, I was actually um, working towards licensure. So I was working full-time military, and then on the side, I was seeing clients right. um, And on that side and working through my internship practicum. And then residency for when I was stationed in Virginia was 3,000 hours. So I was halfway through, and then unfortunately got deployed. So then I had to refer all my clients, and I got deployed for a year. Um, I just didn't get back to it just because I kept you know, additional responsibilities in the military and and given my own history, still had more healing to do and wasn't ready yet. And and I find it so interesting that like you're equipped with all that knowledge of that you got from your education. And even with that, you kept an open mind to other things that more holistic approaches. And so it's really cool to have someone have that perspective and not just becoming like, for example, like if you didn't have that experience and you're, you know, telling people about EFT and people are like, what, what's, what's she Remember talking times about? I get that. Yep. Like, huh? so it, no like way. Almost, it almost validates it more like, oh, okay, wait a minute. Let me listen to her a little bit more since she already, you know, she, she has the experience in the clinical side of it. So when was it, and maybe I missed this when was it that you learned? Did you learn about that at Boulder Crest or? Um... No. So the EFT I learned about, so I actually had heard about it um, about 15 years ago when I was a, a resident in counseling. So as part of the, you know, there's over like 400 therapies that are out there these days. Um, and, you know, as you're learning about them through 
school, uh, you know, and then afterwards, because I'm always reading, was always reading and always learning. And I had come across some, started to get exposure to alternative therapies. And I admit at the t- at that time, I was very much more kind of a military, you know, traditional mindset of, you know, just show me the facts and show me, show me, the, you know, this very cognitive and our thinking and how I was dealing with things. Um, traditional mental health model, if you will. And so I had dismissed uh, tapping at the time. I had, I had said that, and I had seen the benefit of art therapy, um, which was still, you know, at the time started to be considered a little bit more uh, alternative, but it wasn't nearly as alternative as some of the, the energy psychology side. Uh, and so I had dismissed it. And then lo and behold, come back, you know, after my healing journey, 15 years later, as I decide, you know what, do I want to go back and be, do I want to be a counselor and work towards licensure or a mental health counselor here in Washington state and probably have to start over all those 3000 hours again? I said, no, you know, I don't, what do I want to do? And that's kind of, as I was doing the research of where I wanted to use my skills and how kind of came across life coaching and learned more about what that was. Uh, experienced some mentors who helped me along the way, uh, realized, yes, that's one of the things I wanted to do. But then as part of that, and I think a lot of times, I mean, I never in a million years would have thought that I would have be, I would be an entrepreneur, uh, never crossed my mind. And, but with that, you know, as you're starting a business and you've probably experienced this, not only with writing, but, you know, as you're um, meeting others and others are talking to you when we first start, there was that initial imposter syndrome of who am I to share my knowledge? You know, who, who isn't going to listen? I'm not Mel Robbins. I'm not, Renee, you know, Brene Brown. I'm not. And all of that negative, you know, comparing that we do. And so along the way, kind of, you know, re- learned to reframe that, but then came across EFT. And there's a, she's a, an emotional freedom techniques practitioner for coaches and her name's Pamela Brunner. And I did one of her free webinars uh, and she's working with other coaches and there's a bunch of us in the audience via Zoom. Um, and you know we've got our videos off, but we're tapping along as she's working with these other coaches. And lo and behold, one of the topics was dealing with, uh, it was money scarcity was one. And another one was dealing with imposter syndrome. And I gotta tell you that one session alone flipped everything for me. The, the feelings of imposter syndrome, that feelings of scarcity went away, literally went away. And I'm like, wow. And so then that I started researching, okay, well, I want to do that. I want to use this. I want to bring this into my practice more. Uh, and so then I got certified, certified as a EFT practitioner and then kept going with the training. So now a master practitioner. And I got to tell you, it's profound. Um, I've had clients who um, they've been triggered and carried around trauma for 60 years and through tapping reintegrated those memories and gone, you know, it's no longer an issue, no longer triggered, triggered by it. I've had clients who have, um, they were feeling panic attacks, uh, nightmares, um, suicide ideation, depression, anxiety, because of a, a, a recent, more recent incident. And I kind of I integrated what's it's called picture tapping and you integrate tapping with art therapy um, and resolve that trauma. It's gone, completely gone. So no, you know, all of those symptoms gone. And every time, you know, 
periodically go back to test just to check to make sure there's nothing else coming up, still gone. And that's what I love about tapping because it's it, it it combines, if you think about it, it's combining modern psychology. So it does have a little bit of talk therapy and exposure, but because you're tapping on those acupuncture points, you're keeping your nervous system calm. And you strive to do that as a practitioner. You know, if someone, if someone all of a sudden hits an emotional um, spike, you stop and you tap right there to bring that back down in terms of that intensity level, and then you can keep going. Um, and so anybody, whether it be trauma, whether it be depression, anxiety, addiction, weight loss, um, just getting stuck in life, you know, that they're wanting, trying to work through something and tapping can help that. Um, and it, so not only is it combining modern psychology, but then of course, ancient um, medicine with acupuncture. Uh, and then in some ways, it's also the ner understanding neuroscience and how the brain works and how it stores and where it stores um, memory and then how it stores um, trauma and where it gets triggered. And so there was a, there's a book by um, Bessel, Bessel van der Kolk, The Body Keeps the Score. And that for me was just a, I knew I was on my personal right path, my purpose and calling in life, um, because it was that intersection of, of, he talks about EMDR, which is an awesome modality as well. Um, but personally, I like tapping better because it's not it's non-re-traumatizing, but it's still reprocessing those memories. So it's reintegrating it to let it go. And it typically, both EMDR and tapping tend to do it um, a lot faster than traditional modalities or traditional therapies that are considered the gold standard, like exposure therapy or talk therapy or dialectic behavioral therapy for, um, for trauma. And so, yeah, so it's, and then when he talks about, you know, the importance of movement and yoga and meditation, and then, you know, EMDR, or in my case, tapping, I knew that, yep, this is exactly being where I'm at now as a life coach, a practitioner, and then also a fitness instructor. It's just the, it's that trifecta and just loving where my life is now. That's incredible. It's, it's so interesting to see how the journey of post-traumatic growth and in like embracing that and going through that can be so profound to take someone who is an inch like example for example you like an introvert and now like an entrepreneur you know like just coming on here so fluent when I get the chance to speak you know it flows like that it's because I'm so passionate and I'm just ready to speak about it it's been life-changing but then like let me uh, my friend and I were just joke laughing about this the other day like when it comes to me trying to tell a story like that happened at the grocery store good grief it takes me forever to spit it out and it's like you could see the frustration on my husband or my friend's face like sitting there like oh my god spit it out Jennifer but then when it comes to something else I can just flow so I really hope for people that are not aware of what post-traumatic growth is and and what that takes and how to even get it started that maybe hearing this today will will, will spark something to yeah. look into it I have a question about the EFT you know yeah. I said that you were at um first of all you totally when you said Brene Brown and Mel Robbins I was like oh I think she and I are a lot of like, um, <laughs> like you and I, not, yeah, yeah. um, 
So is EFT something I'm sure, you know, it's uh, more effective with someone else, but is it, is it a tool you could have in your toolbox to do for, to yourself? Awesome question. And yes, that's, that's the beauty about EFT. Uh, I think sometimes with some of the, the deeper things, trauma uh, and or sometimes with uh, addictions or things, habits that our brain, our brain basically gets pickled, you know, it gets wired in the negative and we need to learn to unwire it and wire it in a positive way. I'll explain that more, what that means. But bottom line, yes. And it's wonderful. So if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling stressed, you can actually do EFT on yourself, you know, and it's just, it's just a matter of, and I'll even give you a brief really quick. So if you just tap right here with me and you're going to tap on the karate chop point, which is the side of the hand, that little meaty side, and it doesn't matter which side, and you're just tapping there. And then you just start with a, what we call it the setup statement and you acknowledge whatever the issue is, even though I feel stressed or even though I feel anxious. And then you name it, where is it in your body? Because your body knows that's where, that's why Bessel was talking about the body keeps the score. It mm. puts it there. Uh, if you're not going to deal with it or process it, your body's going to let you know over time. And so you name it. I feel, even though I feel anxious and I feel it in my shoulders and I feel this tightness, that's the first part because you want to acknowledge it. So, and, and think of it as that big elephant in a pink tutu in the room, you can ignore it you know, but if you do, it's just going to get bigger. And so that's why we want to acknowledge it. And then we, the second part of that setup statement is an affirmation statement. And it's um, ideally to be able to say, I deeply and completely love, honor, and accept myself. But some people, when they hear those words, they're like, Eek! that resistance just kind of creeps up. So then you tinker as this is where it's helpful to have a practitioner because you can tinker with it, but you can do this yourself too. You notice that resistance coming up. You feel it in the anxiousness rise in the body. You're like, okay, I got some more work to do. So how about uh, I love and accept myself as I am now, or I accept myself as I am now, or I'm open to the possibility of accepting myself now. So you play with that until it resonates and it feels comfortable enough to be able to keep going because you don't want you don't want that resistance or that inner critic to kind of self-sabotage what you're, the work that you're trying to do here. Um, and then from there, you're just tapping on points and there's uh, about 12 to 13 total, but you know, you can do shortcuts and it's top of the head, side of the uh, eyebrow point, side of the eye, under the eye, under the nose, under the mouth, collarbone, underneath the arm. And then there's things you can do, you know, more detailed on the hands, but otherwise you come back here and each time, all you're doing when you're on those points, all you're saying is that reminder phrase of what's the issue. So this anxiety, this anxiety, this stress, this sadness, whatever it might be that you're identifying, you just repeat it and you just do that three times. So you do the setup statement three times, you do three rounds of the tapping um, and you can go into more detail and explain it more and things, but just that simple formula or that basic recipe um, can bring down the intensity level of just about any negative emotion that you might be feeling. And so it's pretty cool. So you can do it yourself. There's also guided um, tappings that are out, out there. There's some great resources. Um, if folks want to check out the tapping solution online or EFT Universe, which is by Dawson Church, um, who's really well known in the EFT community. Uh, there's a center for EFT studies that has some free tappings that you can do. 
Uh, and then the tapping solution, not only online, but they've also got an app. And so, so there's some great resources that people, if, you know, yes, you can tap on your own, um, but sometimes maybe depending on how you learn or how you feel with things, it helps to follow along with somebody else. Um, and then from there, you know, you can always work with a practitioner um, to really work on some of the, the deeper work. Um, or if you find that maybe what you're doing is just at that surface level and it's not really resolving, uh, it's more like a, a meditation where you feel relaxed, but it may, you know, but it starts creeping up again, then it means there's some deeper work. There's some other aspects that need to be uh, addressed that maybe a practitioner is better suited to help with. Mm -hmm. So speaking of working with a practitioner, if other people are listening to this and are as fired up as I am, and they're like, um, I want to be someone who goes, you know, turn, does a 360 like Taz, how can they get in contact with you? Um, even if it's for a life coaching fitness, or if they want to learn more about EFT, how can they, instead of going to Wikipedia and looking up EFT, how can they connect directly with you, Taz? Best way is going to be reaching out. Uh, you can go to my website, which is tazvasquez.com. Uh, there's also, I've got my uh, email, dancingdogs2 at hotmail.com. I've had that email for like 25 years and I know I should change it, but it. it always cracks me up because, you know, I love dancing and my dogs. So, hey. <laughs> Um, and then of course, and we can share my, you know, my cell phone number, but the website's going to be the, probably the easiest place to go, uh, and then to reach out. And so if you're interested in a little, learning a little bit more or just a consult, you know, and saying, Hey, how can I help serve and maybe point you in some directions or resources, you know, happy to serve in that way and help out, um, and go from there. Um, and in terms of on the fitness side, that's local here. So I'm a, I'm a fitness instructor at, um, two of the YMCA's locally. Um, which I love because it's the other passion part of me. I get to serve in this way through teaching dance fitness and then also through teaching rock steady boxing, which is for those with Parkinson's disease. Fighting mm -hmm. uh, back to the boxing uh, studies have shown it helps delay the progression of the disease. Uh, and then um, I'm also um, one of the coaches or facilitators for the Live Strong at the Y program, which is for cancer survivors right. as they're working to, to get healthy again and kind of get back their, their fitness and strength. So yeah, I just, yeah, I love, I mean, that's the thing that I really, if I could convey, if folks could feel what I feel right now from like my soul up, where you just feel this sense of joy and peace and calm and happiness because you feel lit up, you know what your purpose is in life. You know that there can be a different way from where things were in the past. And it's not to say there's not a bad day but it's just, it's a night and day difference where the vast majority of the time, this is how it feels to feel that sense of abundance and gratitude and peace, um, vice, anxiousness, depression, the negative thoughts running amok all the time, the feeling like you're not good enough, you're not worthy. Um, and to have that be so completely different, you know, I want folks to know that there's another way um, and that get the help, reach out, don't do it alone because um, there's so many resources out there. Absolutely. And I feel like sometimes our, our minds are shaped in society to think that you're supposed to drive on and do it by yourself. And we were not created yeah. at so all. Yeah, it's not so bad or don't deal with your emotions, you know, stuff it down. <laughs> right. 
So all the information there, if you missed it or you're driving, do not try and write it down. It'll all be in the show notes for you. So you can, even if you just have questions about warrior path, like connect with her and get her insight on it. And then uh, together we'll all continue to grow and thrive. We only have one life to live. And I want, I want that joy. I want that fire that builds up in your soul. Like you're talking about Taz, thanks for coming on to share and celebrate the struggles you've been through and where it's gotten you to where you are today, to where you're sharing with all of us and not just people like me, but other people are going to be walking away just inspired and and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for what you are doing, Jennifer, and keep it up because the more, the more we get the word out, help one other person win. No doubt. You keep it up too and have a fabulous day. Thank you.